In this episode of Wonderful Life, I'm going to share with you something that women do that we think is awesome and fantastic and nurturing, but it actually can drive men away. So stay tuned. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't want to be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I know there are plenty of women out there who don't want a man, they would rather be alone, but I'm not one of them. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't worked out for me. And for a long time, that was the source of sadness because for me, part of the definition of a fulfilled life is being a wife and a mother. But I got to the point where I said, man, I just really wanna be happy. And the singleness doesn't seem to be changing. So I better figure out how to make peace with being single and be happy because if it never changes, I want to enjoy my life. And that's what Wonderful Life is all about. Now, in this day and age, um, and I heard Marianne Williamson say one time, um, you know, can you imagine this generation thinking that we give too much? You know, like, ha, we don't give too much. And I, I get that. And in some ways, we are selfish and self-centered and we don't give enough maybe grace or time and attention or compassion. Now, that's not really what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is actual giving. And again, Marianne Williamson, who's one of my favorite authors and teachers, when she quotes A Course in Miracles saying, the only thing lacking in any situation is what you're not giving. So I used to interpret that as if I was dating a man and I wanted him to pay me compliments, then I thought, okay, well, maybe if I compliment him, you know, if, if the only thing lacking in a situation is what I'm not giving, then I should give compliments. Or if I want a man to care for me, then I should demonstrate that I care for him. But today what I realize is that when I was saying, well, what I, what's missing in my perception in the relationship is a, a flow where I feel that he values me and cherishes me. It's not, the solution isn't for me to do those things. Because what you're really saying then is when you want those things, you're saying, I need more masculine in this relationship. I need him to show up and be more masculine, masculine energy. It's not about he's effeminate or anything like that. I'm talking you need masculine energy. Because think about it like this. The masculine gives and the feminine receives. I mean, you even think about like in sex, the masculine gives and the feminine receives. We even think about in electronics when people say the male part and the female part. So the female part is the whole and the male part is the thing that goes in the whole. What I was experiencing in my relationships was I wanted him to show up and be more masculine, but when I took the initiative to say, well, then I'll compliment him. Well, then I'll give to him. Well, then I'll care for him. Then I was becoming more masculine. And that means he was on the feminine. And Dr. Pat Allen, who's a marriage and family psychotherapist out in California, she's been 
researching and lecturing on this for years. And one of the things that she talks about is in any relationship, and it doesn't matter if it's a heterosexual one or a homosexual one, you can't have two masculines and you can't have two feminines. So if, if you're a strong alpha female, you're probably attracting men who are more like beta males, okay? They're a little bit like more reserved and laid back and they're happy for you to take the lead. And if that's cool with you, then that works. If you want an alpha male, you want that male who has masculine energy, then you can't be showing up in your masculine energy, which is really a shame because that's usually what you need when you go to work. So most of us, when we go to work, we're in our masculine energy. Like I'm a teacher. So, and even here on Wonderful Life, that's kind of the social contract we have. I am giving, okay? I'm teaching, I'm giving information. So that's the masculine. But what that means is that when I'm in a relationship, I gotta zip it, okay? I can't show up and be the teacher and the masculine because that's not going to attract the kind of man that I want. I want an alpha male, which means I have to be able to switch into my feminine. And the reason why initiating and giving and doing all those things first, that's masculine, then you're putting the man in the position of taking the feminine and one of two things is gonna happen. One, he's gonna resent you, or two, he's just gonna go away because he's just not gonna be attracted. And he probably won't even know why. He'll be like, I don't know, I just, I don't know, I just didn't, I didn't stop feeling it. And I'm not saying you shouldn't give, okay? What I'm saying is your giving needs to be a response to his giving. Let me give you an example. There was a man who had pursued me for years, and I really wasn't all that interested in him. But one afternoon I ran into him at the grocery store and I was like, dang, you look good. And so I just kind of made this comment like, oh, we should get a cup of coffee sometime, which is very outside the norm for me because I think that's masculine. It's basically me asking him out. But I was like, okay, I'm just gonna toss it out there. I just said, oh, we should, you know, have coffee sometime or whatever. And then I, I, I left. And uh, later that evening, he reached out to me on Facebook and he said, you know, hey, let's let's go have dinner. I'm like, oh, this is great. So we went out to dinner. We actually went out a couple of times. And this was new, this was like during the holidays. And so after this one date, when he brought me back to my house, um, I had a little something for him under my tree. And it wasn't a big deal. I mean, it wasn't anything major. But I gave him the gift and he seemed very surprised. And I'm not sure it was in a good way. He seemed very much like, oh, Wow, thanks. And I don't remember what it was that I gave him. I mean, it wasn't anything expensive. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, it may have even been just like homemade cookies or something like that. I can't remember. But we never went out again. And I am pretty sure that me giving him that gift played into it. Now you might say, well, that's really dumb because a lot of guys would like to get a gift. Yeah, but I'm just telling you energetically when you give first, it really kind of kills the fun for them. So for years, I had been like this kind of mystery woman, unattainable. He had a crush on me, wanted to date me. And then bam, it was like I just played my hand. Like, I really like you. I like you so much. I baked you cookies and here's a present. And I think that that really killed the thrill of the hunt for him. I think he was like, oh, okay, well, great. She really likes me. Hmm, not as much fun anymore. Okay, now I will say I learned my lesson. 
And so what I did subsequently was if I'm dating someone during the holidays, I might have a little gift for him. It's usually not a big deal. And I'll usually wrap it up and frequently keep it out of sight. And then if he shows up with a gift for me, then I have one to give him. And then if he never shows up with a gift for me, that's fine. I don't give him one first because it just really makes people uncomfortable as well. I mean, how many times have you been somewhere and someone brings you a present and you're like, oh, I didn't know we were exchanging gifts. Really, the greatest gift you can give any man is your respect and your appreciation. But that's something major that men want to earn. They want to earn your trust and your respect. And that's the greatest gift that you can give them. Look, they don't care about you baking them cookies and a Valentine's present and an Easter basket. Men don't care about that stuff. So when we say your giving should be in response to him giving, so you're not initiating giving him things, you're responding, okay? So he gives to you and you respond with something. And you say, well, okay, but he's not giving me anything. Okay, hello, big red flag waving in front of you, pointing out he's probably not the right guy for you. See, what I should have realized when I was dating someone who never gave me a compliment, what I should have realized was, yeah, that's really important to me. Most men are with someone that they're attracted to, so they'll at least come up with, you look prettier, you're beautiful, or I love your hair, or I love your eyes, or your smile. And I was getting nothing. So rather than me complimenting him and hoping to jumpstart compliments, what I should have realized was, you know what? I'm not getting something really important here that I need. So listen here. Get out of the greeting card aisle. Put the wrapping paper down. Stop baking the cookies. Stop taking him chicken soup when he's sick. Let him give to you. You can reciprocate, but don't outgive a man. When you do things like that, men see that as competition. And men don't want to compete with the women that they love. When you're in this competitive, like you're going to outgive him, then that, again, that's masculine behavior. Now, are men attracted to a woman's caretaking and nurturing side? Yes. But that does not mean that a man that you're dating wants you to nurture and caretake him all the time because that's what a mom would do. And most men are not attracted to their mothers. Now, you might be sitting there going, but I just have so much I want to give. Great. Volunteer at a nursing home. Volunteer at a children's hospital. Take a shift at your local humane society. Be a big brother or a big sister. Foster a child. Get a dog. Get a plant. When I looked back on that situation with the guy that I had a couple of dates with and I looked at why was I giving him a gift, it was really because I wanted him to like me. And if you're giving to people with the hope of like, well, maybe he'll like me if I do this for him, that's really not giving, that's more manipulation. And if you're with a man who allows you to give to him and he doesn't give to you, then he's using you. And that's probably not what you want either. So quit sending him a good luck text, quit calling him, quit sending him a card, quit sending him the email of something interesting you saw. Just stop doing that. Let him give to you first and then you can reciprocate. And like I said, if he's not giving to you, then that's gonna tell you something. Part of having a wonderful life is 
having the confidence to just sit back and let a man be a man. Like, let him be himself and just see how he shows up in the relationship. It may be for you, it may not be for you. Now, Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue, and we want to hear from you. What do you think? Do you give too much in relationships? Put that in the comments. It can be really hard to have any sense of confidence when you're dealing with a broken heart. And if that's something you're struggling with, then you might want our ABCs of healing. It's free, it's a little video tutorial of me one-on-one kind of walking you through how to heal from a broken heart. And you can get that by going to bit.ly forward slash ABCs of healing. And you may want to go to wonderfullife.com. That's where we post a new blog every Friday. And you might want to join our newsletter list as well. We have some really cute merchandise there for you to check out. And as always, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time right here on Wonderful Life.